Welcome to Living Simply, a guide to mindful living and mindful parenting with your host, Dr. Gina. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Living Simply with Dr. Gina Madrigrano. Hey, Dr. Gina, how are you? I'm good, Ben. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Uh, so what is, uh, what's going on with you today? Well, today I started a seven day self-care challenge in my women's group, which means they're going to create new habits. So I thought we should talk about how do we create new habits? Cause it can be quite challenging to let go of all hob- habits and start new ones. So yeah, I thought we should talk about that today. Yeah. So creating new habits, uh, that is definitely something that's challenging. Um, and something that I feel like I'm constantly trying to do is create new positive habits. Uh, but you've sort of broken it down into 10 steps for us. Um, do you want to go, do you want to let us know, uh, let, let's just, you know, first way to, to climb a mountain, take the first step. Uh, what's the first step? So the first step is to set an intention. So be conscious and aware what's the habit you want to create and why you want to create it. So setting an intention and getting really, really clear on um, where you're headed. That's the first step. Yeah. um, I guess you can't really know where you're going unless you decide that you're going to go there, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, randomly or vaguely, it's pretty hard to change a habit if you're, example, I want to be healthy. Well, everyone wants to be healthy. So you've got to set an intention what healthy looks like and where you want to be headed regarding your health. So setting an intention, go, this is what I want to do, is pretty important. Uh, yeah, that, well, that makes sense. Um it is pretty simple. Uh, all right, step two. Step two, and that's really important. It's to break it down into micro goals. So and so, it, I'll use an example because it's easier. Let's say you want to work out ultimately five times a week and you're not working out now. It's unrealistic to go, okay, tomorrow I'm going to work out five days a week. So start with intermediate goals and, t- well, intermediate goals and tiny goals. So um, let's start with working out for the next week or two, two times a week. So you can experience the success there. Then the third week, up it to three times a week and do that for two or three weeks. And then you up it to four times a week. So you want to break it down in achievable goals. So between point A and B, there'll be multiple little goals you want to reach and succeed getting there. Awesome. Um, Yeah. Why? I feel like that's the thing that gets us just like uh, disheartened and discouraged about things is that we, we set our intention. Like everybody's good on the first step. We, we set our intention and then we think that we're going to, you know, uh, climb that mountain in a, in a single leap uh, to use the analogy that I used earlier. And then we don't. And yeah. that's, um, and that's, 
you know, and then we get discouraged. So I love breaking it down into micro goals. That seems perfect. Um, yeah. When I was a kid, I, I, uh, I used to get in trouble a lot. I had to go to uh, summer school and, um, and I had to, summer school had no buses and, uh, and my mom didn't drive and my dad worked all day. So I had to walk home from summer school and it was a couple miles and it was a lot for me to, to walk all the way home in like middle school from, from there a few miles. And I couldn't wrap my head around it, but I, Oh, I just pretended like I was walking to the next tree uh, yeah. every time. And, um, and it's, it's, uh, something that I still use to this day. So I love that. Yeah. I use that too. Like, I don't like jogging, but sometimes I do. So it's okay. I'm, I'm just going to get to the next corner and then, okay. Then the next corner, it's, it's easier to do it than I'm going to run for a half hour. It's too discouraging. Yeah, it really is. Uh, step number three. Creating strong triggers. So cues that will make you achieve that the step. Example, if you want to work out um, in the morning, right next to your bed, you put your workout clothes, your shoes, your socks, your gym pants, yoga pants, whatever it is, so that there's not, not much time to change your mind because your mind will always try to talk you out of it. So it's, it's putting a, a cue that's very strong versus I'll put a note, I, I'm going to work out. Well, if the shoes are there, or for some people, yoga, if your yoga mat is right next to you, um, you're more likely to do it. I, I don't remember who I heard saying this last week, but this person was even sleeping in their exercise um, outfit. I don't think it would be comfortable, but if it works, why not? Um, so triggers that really are connected to whatever you want to do. So today, for example, in my self-care challenge, people want to be less on their cell phones. So I broke it down over seven days, but today's challenge was remove all your push notifications. Well, if you leave them there, it's very hard to ignore them. So removing them is a first step, a first cue to reducing your screen time. So strong triggers are very important. Uh, I just loved this. Um, there's an artist that did this, uh, that that did this, and I, I want to get the name of the artist right, so I'm going to get that in a second. But they, they posted this thing today, and um, and uh, Allie used it as the backdrop for her phone for tomorrow. Yeah, it says, so for those listening on the podcast, it says, do I need to look at my phone right now, or do I just need to close my eyes and breathe? Yeah. And um, that was... Uh, that was like, she said, like, you know, take this and put it as your phone's screensaver. So every time you look at it, you, you, yeah. it, uh, that's what it says. Um, and I'm trying to get the artist name. It's, uh, it's Ranny Ban at Ranny Ban, R A N I B A N, if, if anybody wants to check it out. But yeah, that's, I loved it so much. Yeah, um, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah. What's um, make sure. So what is our next, uh, what is our next step? step? Yeah. So the next step I, I sort of touched a little bit on it is to start small. So don't make the goal too huge that you're so likely to fail that it's hard to get going. So if you want to run, um, 26 mile marathons, well, start with running two miles and then create a new goal. So you really want to start small for the initial goal, but also some people like some, some people want to transform their lives. So I'm going to change this, 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 and they have like five or six, six target goals. And I'm like, that's too much. When I work with my clients, we break down their goals over one year and then we break them down over quarters. So, okay, for the next three months, pick two or three target behavior. That's it. You don't, you don't want to change too many things, create too many habits all at once. It's too much. So I always tell them, start small. You don't need to transform your whole life all at once because it's not going to work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, I guess it's, it's just one of those, it's like, it's like, it's why you break it down into micro goals, right? Cause if yeah. you're not doing that, then you're going to get easily discouraged. Um, so that makes sense to me. So, uh, our next, our next step. The next step is also important is to connect it to your why. So you don't want to connect it to a goal because a, a goal is pretty abstract. Whereas the why, the why is connected to your values and what matters to you. So every time you're not going to want to do what you say you're going to do, you got to remind yourself why you're doing it, the cost of not doing it, and how it's going to hurt to not do it versus it's just a goal. So example, like I said, I want to be healthy. Um, it, it's too abstract. Or um, I'm thinking of a dad who he's, he gained weight and he has young children and he would get tired. He can't play soccer with them. So losing weight was too abstract. So why do you want to lose weight? Because he also had a health scare. Because I want to be there for my boys. I want to be there to play soccer with them instead of just look from the sidelines. And I don't want to die um, from a heart attack. And then they end up without a dad. So if he's about to not do whatever the healthy eating exercise, he remembers that versus I want to lose weight. He remembers, he pictures his kids without a dad and that's connected to his values. So your why is very, very important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's something that we all skip over most yeah. of the time. You know, that's definitely one that, that, that I feel like we definitely skip over is, uh, is why we're doing things. We're all focused on like the losing of the weight or the, or the running the, the marathon, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, making lots of money or something, but whatever the habit is that you're trying to create. But the why is so important. Um, our, our next one. Plan for failure. So people no one go, does this. 
<laughs> no one does this. If you plan for failure, so I tell my clients, okay, on the road to wherever you want to go, what is likely to stop you? What's likely to stand in your way? So example, we look a lot at mindset. So thoughts that could go, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. Okay, so if you can identify what will make you not follow through, whether it's people that stand in your way or you, you stand in your own way, when that thing happens, if you're very present and mindful, you're going to catch yourself. You're going to go, oh, I'm BSing myself, myself out of it. If, if I keep at it, I'm not going to follow through. So if you plan for failure, you know what will lead to failure. So when those things happen, you can identify them and then course correct and not fall on the wayside. Yeah. So an example with, with healthy eating, um, if you're trying to be careful with your nutrition, Catch yourself if you're in the supermarket, if you're in the middle aisles where there's most of the junk food, you know you're, you're moving your cart over there. Catch yourself. And if you're about to go, yeah, I, I won't buy anything. I just want to look. Well, there you go. Catch yourself. Yeah, no, I'm not just going to look. I'm going to pick something and I'm going to find excuses. So then you turn back and you go in the other aisles on where the healthy food is. So it's, we break down all the micro steps, all the hurdles or things that could happen that would lead a person to fail. And then we plan for that not to happen. So that's important. Um, next. An important thing is to track your progress. Because it's self-reinforcing. So if, for example, you want to start working out, put it in your calendar. And when you do it, check mark or track it. So for me, I write it down. What did I do today? And it's just nice to see on your calendar, oh, I did this, I did that. And research shows when you track your progress, you're more likely to follow through. And it's reinforcing and you get this little... You know, like the star and you used to get in grade one, it's it helps. Also, it helps you keep track. So if people are watching what they eat, uh, if they track um, what they're putting in their mouth, uh, people who are struggling with sleep, if they track their screen time, their habits, when you track your behavior, you're more likely to change it because, again, you can't fool yourself if if you put it out there. You're less likely to tell yourself stories to talk you out, uh, talk yourself out of it. Right. Uh, what gets measured gets managed. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, next. Surround yourself with successful and positive people, so um, you're more likely to succeed. You you see it so many times. Let's say you someone tries to stop drinking alcohol and their buddies are like, come on, just one more beer. So if, if you're the only one who's trying to stop drinking and everyone is drinking around you, you're more likely to fail because of peer pressure. But if you surround yourself with people you look up to and 
you want to emulate, like in a positive way, then these people can inspire you to be better and to follow through. So if you hang out with other people who work out, let's say, you're more likely to work out. But if you're the only one, um, it's easier to let go of your goals and, and your good habits. So surround yourself with people that you um, admire. Yeah. And won't you, bring you down. Yep. Um, they say that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the, uh, your time with. Um, do you your believe net that? Wor- yeah. Your net worth is your network. Um, I yeah, like I that. do. My, I like dad, <laughs> my dad always told me to um, always hang out with people more successful and smarter than you. So I could learn from them and they could rub off me. And, and it, when you're the best of all your group, it's, you're the best. You get full of yourself and you get lazy, complacent because everyone around you are, they're looking up to you. So it's nice to have a balance, not to be the best one all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, your ninth step. Um, so once you're clear on all the other steps, then it's time to start planning. So when I work with my clients based on their jobs and stuff, we plan like on Sunday. I say, sit down, plan your week. So let's say it's self-care. We do a lot. So plan your self-care first, then plan everything around it. Plan your time off and then you plan work and then your whole week is, is in your schedule. And then every day, at the end of the day, you go over how it went and then you tweak it. So if, if you need to tweak it for the next day, you tweak it to increase the odds of the habit sticking. So you do a weekly review and then a little review every night and you plan for the next day and you readjust because, you know, life happens and things are un- unpredictable or let's say you don't feel too good or things get moved around. So it, it, it keeps you on track. It helps you to, to keep track of what you're doing, your progress and your schedule, and you're less likely to fail that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have one more step. Uh, I think that the the planning the planning once a week and then reviewing daily these are all i i have i have a big i have a bigger framed comment and i'm going to wait until we have our last our last one what's our final step the most important one is be patient if you're not patient you're going to give up easily um if i can give a, a personal example so i used to work out a lot before i had my daughter, and um, then I had a C-section, then that screwed things up. And then I tried working out again, but when you have the hormones of nursing, you get hyper-flexible, and I was flexible. I kept getting injured. So, um, So I gave up for a little while, and it was always start and stop, start and stop. It's like I could never stick to it. So finally, 
my ultimate goal was to go back to the gym. And I was like, I'm not spending a hundred bucks a month and then I'm going to quit because it's one year contract. And I'm like, that's wasted money. So I had to earn my gym membership. And the way I did it was literally start small. I started with 10 push-up, uh, guy push-ups a day, worked my way to 20 push-ups a day. And then, then I decided, okay, I would do five-minute hit exercises. So from YouTube. So I'm like, there's no way I don't have five minutes. And that's how I started. And it took two years to get to the point where I was so consistent that I was like, okay, I can do this. I can go to the gym. Um, and I went for a whole year, then COVID hit. So I canceled my gym membership. But that's what I tell my clients. It was slow, but at least I was working out every day to, you know, push-ups, planks, sit-ups, little five-minute exercises here and there till it became a habit that not doing it was more painful than doing it. So be patient. Don't go, oh, I should do this in one week, two weeks. Trust your body. Be patient. Be consistent and persistent, and you'll get there. And you got to trust that. What were you going to say? <laughs> well, first of all, I think that, you know, uh, patience is the most underrated thing in the world. Uh, you know, we all want results immediately mm -hmm. for whatever the new habit is that we, that we want to do. We all are impatient. We all want what we want when we want it. And uh, I was having a conversation with a five-year-old about this today <laughs> and, and every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that, I think that patience is the, I, I heard it said that um, people, people, really uh overestimate how much they can do in a year and, yes. and underestimate how much they can do in 10 okay that's you know one. um but uh but my so my big thing about all of this mm -hmm. is what if the habits that you're trying to create are creating good habits you're just you're trying to be in the habit of creating good habits is that a question? That is a question. So re-say re it because I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> as you are as you are saying this, right? Yeah. I'm like, yes, all of this. I know all of this, obviously, like we've been doing this for, for a long time. So I've heard all of this. And I and like these are my goals to do these things. And I'm like, great. Perfect. This is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. I know how to get it. It's all, you know, 10 of these things. Yeah. And, and yet I'm like, and I fall short on the actual creating a habit of creating a habit. Like that's the, so my habit that I want to get into yeah. is the using this list of 10 steps more. Does that well, make does that make sense, or am I just wasting everyone's time with this comment? No, but uh, it'll come down to basically. Then you you start fresh. That's how I start with my clients that are stuck. I literally say, okay, let's go through all your values, 
So life domains, education, couple, kids, work, etc., community, health, fitness. And we clarify which ones are a priority because they can't be all 10 out of 10. So we clarify their values. What's their vision for their life now and let's say the next five years? And then we work our way back. Okay, let's let's pick one. So let's pick for the next three months health and wellness because I always start there because if you're not healthy mentally or physically, all the other things don't matter. So I always tell people if you have a list this big, start with the first one, self your self-care, so your health and wellness. And, okay, how's your nutrition? How's your exercise, sleep? And then we break it down again. So your values, it always comes down to your values and the life you, I call it a life blueprint, the life you want to live and um, how do you want to feel specifically, but also thinking the choices you make today determine the life you're going to have in the next five years. Because the life you have today is based on choices you made two to 10 years ago. So when you go down, 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 down to the basics of values and how do you want to design your life, then you work your way up. Okay, what habits? What are the areas of life I prioritize? And then you can decide what habits you want to start. And then while you keep that list close, it, it is really a process that you really have to sit down. I, I have a whole blueprint I use with clients that I took from uh, Daily Greatness journals. They're amazing. And it's, it's a big sheet and we work through all that. So it, it's really an exercise where you really have to think about it. And it takes time, patience. You could do that in an evening or a weekend. Does it answer your question? You're muted. It does. Okay. It does actually. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> hit the cough. Hit the cough button, and then I forgot to turn it back on. Uh, no, that that answers my question uh, a lot. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, how is the group going? The Facebook group, which I encourage everybody to join and the, the clarity, uh, women of clarity, yep. The women of clarity group and the, uh, and you can, uh, go on that link. Does that link still work? Yes. Yes. We fixed it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So the, the Facebook group is amazing. We have over 500 women right now and, the group is very, very active, which is kind of fun. They're interacting with each other, with me. And today it's, we have a one-week challenge, so it's not too late to come in. It's a self-care challenge, and this week is has to do with screens. It, it's pretty simple. It's not heavy-duty. It's baby steps, right? Yeah. So if people come into the group, they can sign up for that as well. Awesome. It's free. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. It's time for our moment of gratitude. Uh, Gina, can you tell everybody why we end every episode with a moment of gratitude? 
people are grateful, are happier, basically, or <laughs> they're more content with life. They suffer less and they um, can deal with adversity better. If you're grateful and you see what's right with your life, as opposed to just looking at what's not right with it. I love it. Uh, I have to go first, don't I? Yep. <laughs> uh, I am grateful for today I am grateful for elections oh yeah um yeah today I'm grateful for elections not I'm not gonna get political yeah at all <laughs> on here uh just in but I'm but I'm very grateful that we have the opportunity to voice our opinions in you and I are in different countries right now. Um, but, uh, but we have a, we have a big election in America tomorrow. Um, you may have heard of it. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, and, and I think it's, it's an important, uh, I think it's an important, you know, thing that, that we all have the ability to have a say and to let our voices be heard. And, um, there's a lot of muck around all of that right now here. Uh, but, but in general, like I'm really grateful for, you know, I was, uh, we don't have, we don't have Kings and Queens and monarchs and like, you know, we, we are able to, to, to whatever extent. And now, I mean, this could be an argument that you could fight about, but whatever, like we, the freedom that we all have is very, is very important. And the fact that we get to vote on things is, is something that I don't want to take for granted. So I'm going to remember that and be very grateful for the next 48 hours about elections. Gina? Yeah, I was, I was going to say that, that we really take for granted, um, but we've been awakened how our, we take for granted our freedom right we 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 think it's always going to be there but we've seen after what's happening in the states and around the world how it's very easy to lose that freedom yay <laughs> so i'm grateful too for uh two things that freedom to live in a democracy like no political system is perfect but at least you and i we don't live in a dictatorship so we still have some freedoms and um, awesome benefits in both our countries. So I'm grateful for that as well. Where can people find you, Gina? In the Facebook group, Women of Clarity and DrMadriGrano.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, I can't wait. This week has been crazy. I'm doing some stuff for Election Day tomorrow. Uh, so... Um, this week has been crazy, but I, I'm, I'm taking the course uh, yes, I'm, and I'm, and I'm excited about that. So I, I'll, uh, I'll let everybody know more about it. Also, okay. also before we end, I just want to say, uh, from Gina and I, our heartfelt condolences, uh, Crystal is not with us tonight because, um, they had to put down, uh, one of their pets and um, that is always an extremely, extremely difficult time and situation. And uh, and I know that um, that you know her animals are truly part of the family. So yeah. 
uh, our condolences to Crystal. We love you, and uh, we we hope that you're back next week. Yeah, sending you a huge hug. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you, Carolyn. Carolyn said uh, thank you both. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you, Carolyn. All right, Gina, have a wonderful day. Wish us luck tomorrow. Good I'll luck to tomorrow. You, you win your elections. <laughs> Bye. Bye. For information or to book an appointment with Dr. Gina, go to drmandragrano.com or click the link in the description of this episode.